Hey everyone, this is Cappy, and you're listening to Just the Plate, a production of Beyond the Plate. Just the Plate is a short segment where chefs describe a dish or a recipe that is meaningful to them. So last week you heard from Chef Dan Juisty. I hope you catch that episode. It was super inspiring. Dan grew up in like the Washington DC restaurant world and has a really cool story of how he got to Copenhagen and became the head chef of Noma, one of the best restaurants in the world in Copenhagen for a few years. Guy could have done anything, gone to any restaurant, but he decided to leave it and focus on school food back here in the States. Super interesting. So I hope you catch that story and the new organization that he's created called Brigade, which works in schools. If you missed last week's episode, be sure to check that out. But for now, Dan is going to walk you through a recipe that is super meaningful to him. It's aglio, olio e pepperoncino. He says he's made this hundreds of times. This is actually one of Rachel Ray's favorite pastas as well. So we had a fun text exchange of uh, who makes the better aglio olio. Probably saying that wrong, but it's kind of a tongue twister for me. So there may be a pasta cook-off soon. Anyway, this is garlic and oil spaghetti, but pepperoncino. So Dan adds a lot of pepper, crushed red pepper, I believe, or Italian pepper. So it's garlic and oil and pepper, which will probably make it spicy. A lot of delicious grassy herb parsley in there. I'm going to stop, but this is a classic. It's basic. It's delicious. Hear him out. Try this at home and it will probably be added into your pasta repertoire. So I'll stop talking. This is Just the Plate. All right, so the dish I'm going to share with you is an Italian dish, it's a pasta dish. In Italian, it's aglio, olio e peperoncino. So that just literally means garlic, oil, and chili. Those are the main ingredients to the dish. So this is the kind of dish that if you were at someone's, showed up at someone's house in Italy late night after going out, this is something you could whip up with probably ingredients that the average Italian person might have in their pantry. And and the reason I love this dish is because before I went to Italy and lived there for a short time, there was a way you would make it. And there's a lot of there's a lot of variations on this dish. And I've probably made it this is a dish I've probably I've made more than any other dish in my life. I would say I've made it hundreds of times. I still probably eat it once every couple of weeks. And when I lived in Italy I used to make it for a staff meal in the restaurant I worked in literally every day. And when I showed up there, the way I was making it, they were like, what are you doing? This is a joke. So the way you usually see it done here is literally it's olive oil and chili flakes and then pasta, spaghetti usually. And that's like it. And then maybe you put cheese on it. So the key ingredients that are not mentioned in the name are anchovies and parsley, chopped parsley. So there's a lot of this is a dish that I can go into in crazy details. So this is. So to start, you need, you need chili flakes. You need chili flakes that actually taste like something. And if you go to the store and you buy chili flakes and you've had chili flakes for a long time and you taste them and they're dry, some are really spicy, some are not really spicy. I find going to the store and buying whole chilies that are dried, they cost nothing and they're usually uh, much more flavorsome. Anyway, so dried chilies, anchovies, you should get anchovies that are packed in olive oil and you should try to get high quality anchovies, but they should just be packed in olive oil. There's a lot of people out there these days who go get like bocorones, which are like anchovies that have been packed in oil, but they also have vinegar in them. That's not what you want. You just want anchovies packed in olive oil. 
But I will say I've made this dish with the shittiest anchovies you can buy, and it's still delicious. You need garlic, obviously fresh. If you can get garlic that's not been sitting around dry forever, that's good. But again, I think if you have any garlic, this will work as well. And then any kind of long pasta you want. Traditionally, you see it done often with spaghetti. I use linguine often. And then parsley, fresh parsley, Italian flat leaf parsley. So the way to go to do this dish, now it's super simple and and olive oil, I apologize. It's a dish that the sauce is primarily based on olive oil, which makes it tricky because the finished product can either be dry with not enough sauce or it can be oily, which I usually determine the success of this dish based on kind of like after you've eaten it, what does the bowl look like in the end? Is there any oil left? Is there a lot of oil left? Is there none? Is it dry? So the way you start, and you have to be ready to go because once you start, you don't stop. And if you stop it, I think the dish doesn't come up as well. So you get your water on the boil for the pasta. So that's going. And then in one pot, you put, so let's say we'll do this for a pound of pasta, for a box of pasta. Now, the amount of garlic and the amount of chili you put in really is up to you. You can make it super garlicky, which I would say you do. It's one of the main flavoring agents. The spiciness, though, that's up to you. I like mine a medium heat. So I'd say for one pot of for for one pound of pasta, take two medium-sized cloves of garlic and sl- peel them and slice them as thin as you can. Put them in the pot. The pot's off right now. This is a pot with nothing in it. Put the garlic in. Take one tin of anchovies. Drain the oil out of the anchovies. Sometimes the oil that's in the anchovies is weird. If you get really high-quality anchovies, the, olive, the oil in there is usually usable and tasty. Sometimes it's funky though. So I usually drain it in most cases. Put the whole tin in. This is for a pound of pasta. Whole tin in. The couple cloves of garlic sliced thin. Then olive oil in there. Now this is important. I usually put just enough olive oil to generously cover all of this. Just like come flush with everything that's in the pan and no more. Then I add my chili. Why the chili now versus before? I don't know. I think I could just get a better idea of how I think about it. In this case, if I usually buy these small chilies that are probably the size of like, they're probably about a, a three quarters of an inch long. I put one chili in, but they're pretty spicy. Again, I like my medium heat. Then I put some salt in. I like to put salt in anything that I'm sweating. I don't want to get any color on the garlic initially. A little, I'm going to put a little salt in. Obviously, there's a lot of salt in the anchovies. So you have to be careful here. Is that chili whole? The chili, yeah. So the chili starts off whole and then I break it up. So you can either use chili flakes or break up the chili. Then I turn it on low heat. The slower and more gradual you do this, the better. Um, obviously, if you're in a hurry, you can, you can do it. But, and I'll explain why. So you slowly start doing this. And if you've never cooked with anchovies, this will come to your surprise. But the anchovies will dissolve into nothing. They will essentially just incorporate themselves into the oil like a paste almost. The garlic will start to get color. The anchovies that have kind of broken up into a paste will also start to toast. This is all happening gradually. You get to a point where basically the timing that you want to happen is, is that when you drop the pasta, the pasta is ready just when the garlic is the color you want it to be. But you're basically going to take the garlic and the toasted anchovies that are in there to as dark as you can get it before it starts to get bitter. So it's going to get like gold, proper golden brown, like golden. Now, I would always err on the side, if you've never done this before, I would err on the side on it not being that dark and just making sure you don't burn the garlic. Just get it toasted nice. I'll usually take it, the whole mixture will become golden brown. 
because it basically, again, is all these particles, tiny, tiny particles of anchovies that have become toasted. And they're golden brown, garlic's golden brown, the chili in the process toasts as well. So then what you need to do, and this is, I've had a revelation, you know, the, the great thing about this dish is every time I make it, I try to make it better than the last. So like, even though I've made it a million times, I still have had some really great revelations recently on how to make it better. So obviously you hear often about pasta water being important in any pasta. You can, because the pasta water has the starch from the pasta. It's also hot. So it's very appropriate to use uh, to adjust a sauce, whatever kind of sauce you use for pasta. But in the case of a, a, a dish that's the sauce is olive oil, basically, giving it, other, giving it another dimension, you need it. Otherwise, it's literally just pasta coated in oil. So I used to not think too much about this, and, and I would end up, I wouldn't put too much water in it. I always put it in after the fact. The problem, and the one thing that I always hated about when I, and I always judged if this pasta went well or not, is when I, when I tossed the pasta in the sauce, the olive oil, when it was done cooking, this mixture, if I tasted it and it needed salt after, it pissed me off. Because adding salt to this kind of dish after the fact, because it's like this olive oil sauce, it's, it's very hard to incorporate it well. Like it doesn't mix in as well. So for me, it was always a successful thing if before adding the pasta to this mixture, it was seasoned perfectly. And then when I mixed, this, when I mixed the pasta and it was just done. So I find that very hard to do when it's just olive oil. It's hard to taste olive oil with anchovies in it and say there's enough salt in this. So now what I do is right before the pasta is done cooking, and it's also a good way to control your garlic. So if your garlic's kind of getting out of hand, you don't want to turn it off. I don't, to me, if you turn that mixture off and it gets like warm or lukewarm, you're, you're risking of making this pasta oily. When it's like still cooking, it's still in action, Right before the pasta is done, taking some water and actually putting it into that mixture of olive oil, chilies, and anchovies, and essentially now making a real sauce out of it that you can taste, you can see the quantity. Now that there's water in there, you can kind of get it all situated. Make sure it's where you want it. Drain the pasta. Usually what I'll do is, even if I've added some water there, I'll still keep some water aside. One thing to be careful about, which a lot of people don't think about, is if you've done it properly, you've heavily seasoned your cooking water for the pasta. So you gotta be careful. If you start adding a lot of pasta water into your sauce, you're also adding a lot more salt. You can quickly get things to be too seasoned. Reserve some of the pasta water. In your pot now, you have water, pasta water, you have anchovies that are cooked, golden, golden brown garlic, chili flakes. Drain your pasta, put your pasta in, begin to toss it, and then a lot of finely chopped parsley. Now, for this, I want my, you want your parsley as finely chopped as possible. And you know, a lot of people at home when they chop parsley, and even chefs are like, oh, when I'm, if I'm in a fine dining restaurant, I chop parsley super fine, but at home I chop it roughly. Now for this, the whole point is you're using spaghetti or long pasta. If it's chopped coarsely, it doesn't work. You need, you want the parsley to essentially stick just to coat the individual pieces of pasta. And if it doesn't, it's not fine enough. So I chop the parsley as fine as I can. And I add a lot. Like I will add like a handful of chopped, finely chopped parsley to this. To me, it might, I always, I've always thought about what are the most important ingredients in this dish. Well, if I had to take one away, what would I take away? But I think the parsley, again, the, the sauce is primarily olive oil. So you need something, and it's anchovies. You need something like fresh to brighten the thing up. And you see a lot of people make aglio olio that don't put anchovies and they don't put parsley. And it's like, it's crazy. A lot of parsley, mix it. 
And now with pasta, again, you want it to sit a second because what's going to happen is if you just toss it and eat it immediately while you're eating it, it's going to suck up a lot of the sauce and it's not going to be the consistency you want. So usually when you, when you make pasta, you toss in your sauce, let it sit for a couple minutes and then you'll see where it ultimately will end up. And then you might need to adjust it a little bit, maybe a, more, a little more pasta water, maybe a little more olive oil if you think it, it needs it, which you probably don't. And then the secret weapon ingredient, if you want to and go the next level, which this is something that I probably didn't start using until recently, is there's this stuff called colatura, which is essentially they take anchovies, salted anchovies, and they just put them, they just put them in like this giant thing container that and the weight of the anchovies like the liquid that comes out of them they just put into a bottle it's like this it's essentially for what it's worth it's almost like italian fish sauce it's just like this intent but it's much more cleaner in flavor it's not as like funky but you have to use it sparingly and it's also there's a lot of a lot of uh salt in it so you got to be careful when you season with it but i usually will put a few drops of that in at the end but you can't just use that because the anchovies add body to the sauce so like if you have to use one you definitely use just the anchovies. Now everything's in there, you've played it, put cheese on it. You can put Parmesan cheese. I'm a fan of Pecorino Romano. It's a little, little rougher. This is kind of like a rustic, kind of intense dish that I think warrants Pecorino Romano cheese. But I think you'll find this is an addicting dish, but it's hard, it's hard to do really well. A lot of people that I've made it for are like, that's amazing, I wanna make it for myself. And then they make it and they're like, oh, it was like super oily. You know, after they eat it, there's just like oil. And it still tastes good, but like it definitely, complicates the dish but yeah that's pretty much it find more on dan juicy by googling dan juicy i'm kidding find him at chefsbrigade.com that's c-h-e-f-s-b-r-i-g-a-i-d.com this episode was produced by myself along with ian cohen and joel eaton find me and keep up to date with this podcast across all social media platforms at on cappy's plate or go to beyondtheplatepodcast.com Beyond the Plate is on Twitter at BT Plate Podcast and Facebook. Please rate or review or subscribe to this podcast on your listening site of choice, please. Thank you for listening to Just a Plate, a production of Beyond the Plate. I'm Cappy.